Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to take you along with Charlie Long in studio. And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, we have on with us Jeff Palermo from the Louisiana Radio Network, news and sports director there, along with the host of Tiger Rag Radio. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Hey, Mike and Charlie. How you guys doing today? Doing great, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to ask you. I don't know if you got a good answer, but we saw it. And this is something that has really been there for the last, say, month. Uh, their inability to close out games from the Tiger pitching staff. And we have Jay on every week, and he says, hey, listen, we're working on it, uh, tweaking something here and there. Jeff, this is more than a tweak at this stage. You can't blow a 13-4 lead uh, against Mississippi State and, and see it evaporate uh, the way it has because it's, it's not just been a one- or two-time thing. We've seen this sort of over and over again that the troubles in the pitching staff – uh, once you get into the relief part of it, is telling. And if there's a kink in the armor for the Tiger baseball team, it's there. No doubt about it, Mike. And, and this has been seemingly getting progressively worse uh, here for the last three or four weeks as far as what's happening with the bullpen. And maybe it, it finally bottomed out here this weekend against Mississippi State. And it's not just maybe two or three guys struggling. I mean, it's six, seven, eight guys that can't get anybody out on a consistent basis or they're they're going to go out there and they're at least going to give up two or three runs. And, yeah, yeah, Jay Johnson has tried to be positive about it. And you know, Yesterday, though, after the game, I, I don't know if they really have any answers. And, and uh, the man that's got to come up with the answers at this point is the pitching coach, Wes yep. Johnson. This guy – very heralded. Obviously, it, we all know the story. Quit the Minnesota Twins during the middle of the season last year to come to LSU. And this is a, a, an illness that has spread across the entire staff, except for Paul Skeens, who's uh, above all of it. So he's got to figure it out. And, and hopefully he's got some answers because uh, time is, um, is not on their side at this point. Yeah, I think what happened over the weekend took away from and the accomplishment of Tommy White. 
And, and we saw all hitters go through this. They go through maybe a little slump when we saw it with Dylan. Uh, but he was able to bounce back uh, yesterday. But Tommy White, man, is there a better hitter in the in college baseball today? The way he's swinging the bat, it, it's been really something to see those two guys. Because man, you say pitch around them, but eventually you got to face them one way or another. But man, Tommy White has been fantastic the last week. Yeah, you know. For the entire season, Mike, I mean, Dylan Cruz, you would figure, is like the best positional player in the country or maybe the best hitter in the country is probably a better way of saying it. I don't know. I think Tommy White's starting to give give him a run for his money. I mean, he's now hitting 400, hitting with power. Uh, Anytime there's guys in scoring position, he seems to come through. And I've mentioned it so many times, his bat speed just amazes me. Uh, how fast it is. And then the other thing is, is uh, I was at the game Friday night, and this was kind of the first – I was sitting down on the first base sideline – or first base foul territory right by base, and he just flicks that uh, bat through the strike zone so fast. It's it's a, a very unique approach with the wide stance that he has, and he generates all that power of his legs still. Um, he, he's a terrific hitter. I, I didn't know really what to expect. You know, you, you heard it, Tommy Tanks hit 27 home runs. I'm like, okay, let, let, let's see what happens. But this guy, is he's been the real deal. He has been uh, fun to watch um, because he's hes very clutch. And um, he, he's red hot. And they needed, they needed Tommy to be hot here because, as you mentioned, Dylan Cruz had, had cooled off there for, you know, five, six, seven games. Jeff, a guy that kind of, I don't want to say went unnoticed because I'm about to ask you about it, but a guy that had a really good performance this weekend but didn't have anything to show for it was, of course, Saturday starter Ty Floyd. You know what you're going to get every single Friday night with Paul Skeens. I mean, obviously this week will probably be Thursday with that game starting against Georgia, first game on Thursday night. But Ty Floyd really had a stellar performance for Mississippi State. They got runners on, but when he held them, I think, to one of 13 with runners on base, and then he had 10 strikeouts in the contest – over six innings, only one run given up. It was really the bullpen that just kind of blew it. But I think that's a good sign for LSU fans yeah. going forward, especially with regional play, that the second starter, Ty Floyd, who's been a little bit up and down this season, is starting to show a little bit more consistency as the season's progressed. And if you go back two weeks ago against Auburn, he had struck out seven in a row in that game, and then you had that on-field delay uh, where an assistant coach for LSU got ejected and Right. You know, the umpire has to go talk to one coach and then talk to the next. And before you know it, he doesn't, you know, throw a legitimate pitch for 10 minutes and he's not the same pitcher after that and Auburn gets to him. Um, and so so hopefully a learning moment for him. But there, there's no doubt if Ty Floyd can give you six innings uh, and turns the ball over to the bullpen with either uh, LSU within striking distance or like he did on Saturday night with LSU in the lead, you like your chances. It's just unfortunate that Thatcher Hurd, who had about you know four performances that were pretty good going into Saturday night's contest, couldn't get anybody out, and it, and the the, the the it just imploded on LSU at that time. And I think it kind of set a just set a bad tone. You know, we talk about you know, teams going through slumps offensively, but you can go through slumps as well as a as a pitching staff. You know, if one pitcher keeps seeing guys go out there and continuously not getting the job done that it starts to creep in their head as well now again Paul Skeens is above all this because he's a there's there's been there's no college pitcher that we've ever seen like him before but for the rest of the guys who are just you know like your 
regular of the mill college pitchers, it, it certainly has impacted them. But man, Ty Floyd, that that will be key if he can be uh, if he can be the guy that can go out there and at least give you six strong uh, during postseason play. Jeff, kind of looking at the latest D1 baseball top 25 standings, LSU dropped from number two last week to number five this week. They were the only team in the top 10 that went two and two or worse in their four games. So my concern with this team is that you see some other teams that are kind of peaking at the right time. And I'll point to Clemson, a team that was not even ranked a couple weeks ago, and they've shot all the way up to number seven in D1 baseball's poll because they've been on fire recently heading into postseason play in just a couple weeks. LSU seems to be kind of moving in the opposite direction, so to speak, where they may have not necessarily peaked too early, but they're starting to slow down at the wrong time. With this upcoming weekend series against Georgia, a team that was on the bubble entering last weekend, but then got swept by Missouri, who was the worst team in the SEC East, Georgia's going to be playing desperate. What do you need to see from LSU this weekend to kind of retain some of form ahead of the SEC tournament? Well, I think one of the things is, you know, it, it, it starts with pitching. Uh, you know what you're going to get from Paul Skeens on Thursday night. He's going to give you a double strikeout, uh, per, double digit strikeout performance. It's it's what everybody does after that. I mean, that's really you need to see, you know, a couple guys uh, just have good performances, get a little confidence back, take that into the SEC tournament. Um, I mean, all you have to do is look at last year in Ole Miss. Uh, this was a team that probably the last at-large bid to get into the College World Series, and they just got hot at the right, the right time. Um, so this, this pitching staff can still put it together. But I've been saying that for weeks now, and I'm starting to doubt it less and less after watching performances, and, the, and especially what you saw this past weekend, it's just hard to imagine how can they put it all together because you, you really don't know who you can count on. I, I, I think you can count on Riley Cooper. Um, I thought Javen Coleman gave you a good outing on Sunday, but you can't really push him too much because he's still trying to come back from the Tommy John surgery over from a year ago. So it's it, it's it doesn't look good. But um, if you go back in LSU's history, too, 96 and the 97 teams did not necessarily finish very strong there in the last couple of weeks, and they ended up winning national championships those years as well. So. It's still possible. I think one of my concerns now at this point, I mean, if they they lose this series to Georgia and then say maybe only win one game in the SEC tournament, I mean, do they all of a sudden find themselves outside of the top eight as far as a national seed? I think so. And then you're going on the road in the Super Regional. So, um, And that was one of the things that Jay Johnson was talking about yesterday. You can't take anything for granted at this point. And maybe maybe this team hasn't a little bit. Maybe this team – uh, has said, you know what, hey, we're good for the NCAA tournament. Uh, we, we could just go out there. And, you know, maybe this is a wake-up call for everyone. Uh, so we'll see. Even though the offense keeps putting up a lot of runs, um, there's still things they could do better. I mean, Dylan Cruz had a base running gap yesterday. Um, they, had a, they had some more opportunities to even score more than 13 runs, and they didn't do it. So um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it progresses. But uh, it, it's it's tre- it is trending in the wrong direction, but baseball's funny. I mean, all it takes is one good outing from one of those guys out of the bullpen where they go three innings, and and, and then maybe that kind of filters throughout the rest of the relievers on that staff, and then all of a sudden uh, the, they start trending back in the right direction and, and get it going and uh, potentially cruise to a, a national championship. 
Jeff, I was going to ask you about uh, Javen Coleman because, and, and you brought it up, uh, fifty pitches, and then you, you know you got to pull him at this stage, and you want to be careful with that. But he shows some promise, certainly when you look at some of the other guys on the staff uh, that he could give you that. But it's going to be short at at best. One of the guys that really got hot uh, over the last couple three games has been Trey Morgan, back to back home runs, and so you see now, you know that sort of infection what we saw with Dylan and then Tommy White and we've seen it also too with uh with Thompson uh getting hot and Travinsky now has also hit Trey Morgan yeah I mean it seems like all season long there's been you know five or six guys that and this is why they're one of the best offenses in the country I mean they've had five or six guys at a time that are swinging the bat really really well so i mean that is that's been great to see i mean trey morgan man i I tell you what he he had the opportunity there in the bottom of the ninth and when the ball left the bat with the bases loaded there and the winning run standing at third base i thought for a second that that ball might get over the center fielder's head and score a run but it, it obviously didn't it didn't get going um or it didn't get go far enough and the center fielder was able to track it down so um yeah, and and the other thing is the the ability of just kind of Jay Johnson always finding the, the consistent guy to come off the bench, whether it's Josh Pearson or Braden Jobear, and those guys executing uh, to the level that they've been a- able to execute. So um, it's I, I don't know. I, I mean, they they've lost the last two. You know, the Auburn series they didn't they didn't swing the bats really well. Dylan Cruz was really off. Uh, in that Auburn series in particular, they, they really bounced back this past weekend, again, scoring in double digits in two of their games. It's just hard to point. I mean, you got a nitpick, like I say, uh, base running gaff by Dylan Cruz, and those things are going to happen even to your best players. It's really hard to nitpick on the offense um, with those guys having issues because they have been so good all season long. Jeff, we've already kind of mentioned it, but with the bullpen, obviously, Wes Johnson has his work cut out for him. But this is kind of a two-part question. From what I've seen from the bullpen, it seems like a lot of the times you'll see these pitchers get behind in counts. And against SEC bats, they get lit up when they go behind 3-0 or 3-1, and that turns into an extra base hit, a home run, a double, you know, or a walk even. And those free bases have really hurt LSU as well. If you're Wes Johnson, are you just looking for the guys that can fill the strike zone? Or like, what is your kind of way of rebuilding this bullpen late in the season? And what kind of order do you send these guys out in close games? Well, I think there are – you know there are, are guys that have performed well. You know, Griffin Herring pitched fairly well yesterday. That was one guy out of the bullpen, that, but, but he still walked a couple of guys. I mean, it wasn't right. necessarily clean. Um Walks are way up. Uh, I've talked to a lot of college baseball people to watch way more of it than I do and watch games other than LSU, and the big complaint has been how small the strike zone has been this season. And so that that might be playing into it a little bit. Um, But, uh, you know, Griffin Herring's been good. Bryce Collins has had moments. I know Gavin Guidry did not pitch Sunday, but for the most – or did not pitch well Sunday, but for the most part he's been really good. You gotta, you gotta try to get Thatcher heard. You, you want him. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he starts again on Tuesday and gets that bad outing out of his, out of his system that he had on Saturday. Get him back out on the mound. Uh, I mean, I, I think Thatcher heard 
He's got the stuff to be just a dominant player. And then the other guy that I think Jay Johnson really trusts, and it goes back to their days in Arizona together, is Riley Cooper. And, and Riley Cooper threw it well. I mean, he, yesterday he's, he suffered the loss. He ended up giving up a run, but he pitched, I think, three and a third innings, and he only gave up that one run, and he struck out four. I mean, that's, that's the kind of performance you're looking out of this bullpen, and that's a veteran guy. He's not going to dazzle you. He's not going to break the radar gun with his pitching, but he knows how to get outs, especially in clutch situations. They really leaned on him heavy last year. I think they're, they've really started to lean on him heavy now again this year. And so I think he's going to be a key guy in late situations, and he'll be asked to get some big outs here during this postseason run. For joining us, we as confused now as we were last week yep. about the pitching staff. <laughs> no, because you, you know you can see it that – is everybody's got a kink in the armor. I don't care who you yeah. are in, in college football, baseball, whatever, basketball. But this is a huge kink on, on yes. this staff because you've used everyone in there and no one has sort of stepped up with opportunities to do so and to blow a 13-4 to lead. And this isn't Mississippi State of two years ago, okay? They, they not that type team. It is really alarming at this stage. Concerning for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's it's almost time to hit that panic button. <laughs> well, I, I'm not a knee-jerk type individual. I never have been, but uh, I am concerned. They better win two or three at Georgia. Level. As you said, Jeff, if they lose two or three and then they don't win a, many games in the SEC tournament, that top eight seed is going to be in question. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, Appreciate sure. it, buddy. All right, guys. You have a good one. Thank you so much. Jeff Palermo from the Louisiana Radio Network, news sports director and also host of Tiger Rag Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.